0: Welcome to the Lonnie Swain Show podcast, a top rated weekly podcast providing support for the struggles, celebrating the successes and sharing the personal and professional development stories of women of color. It's inspiring and insightful conversations with sheroes who want to share their experiences to help other women's outcomes. Hosted by me, media veteran and content creator, Lonnie Swain. The purpose of this show is to remind you that everyone has to go through something to get somewhere. Thank you so much for listening. I love and appreciate your feedback. So don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Now let's get into the show. Hey, it's been a minute since I've done a solo episode. So I'm really excited about this one. And something that I'm really working on currently is Asking what each situation and opportunity can teach me and what lessons can be taken from it. And so in that spirit, I wanted to do this podcast episode because I did go through a breakup not too long ago and I did also learn a lot from that experience and I wanted to share my experiences in hopes that maybe you can um, take something from it. Okay, so breakups are never fun, especially if you are hurt or feel wronged, but I think that for me, a big thing in where I'm at in my life is taking accountability and responsibility for my role in relationships, whether that be romantic, personal, professional, recognizing what I did right and what I could have done better. And so this is really in that spirit. So the very first thing that I want to say and acknowledge that I learned from my last breakup is the importance of listening to your intuition and, or the importance of listening to my intuition. And for me, what I recognize, especially in this situation, is my tendency to listen to my intuition, hear it, and still feel the need to prove or validate what my intuition is telling me. Because, you know, I'm going to blame it on the Virgo in me, but I always want evidence. I want logic to prevail. I want to not lead with my emotions. And sometimes intuition doesn't make sense. I posted something on Instagram recently saying, learn the difference between your intuition guiding you and your traumas misleading you. And talking about making that distinction. And that's something else that I've struggled with, not knowing if it's my intuition guiding me or my trauma's misleading me. And so that will cause me to question or not follow my intuition. And so I've kind of thought a lot about it as of late, about what, you know, how to be able to tell the difference. And what I concluded is that um, how you know. That your traumas are misleading you is because what you're doing doesn't bring you pleasure, it doesn't bring you happiness, it doesn't bring you satisfaction. But you do it simply because they feel more familiar than the alternative and so in a way safer. And following your intuition can sometimes feel scary because it doesn't always make logical sense in the natural. Things look good on the outside, everything on paper checks out, but you just don't feel good about it. And you can't explain why. And to people on the outside, they can't understand why you wouldn't enjoy something. So you do it to satisfy the crowd or do what people have convinced you is the better decision. So you feel affirmed and validated in your decision because you have won people's approval. That's letting your trauma lead you. And, and in the case of a relationship, you've won the approval or the validation of your partner because they have convinced you that that was the better decision. Um, Following your intuition feels good in a different way. It's not necessarily logical or it's not, you know, what's before our eyes. It's a deeper knowing than what is on the surface. And when things look great on the surface, But that intuition is saying, like, no, this isn't right. Trust that shit. Honor that shit. Follow that shit. And don't stick around for proof, evidence, or validation to confirm what your intuition already knows. Another big thing that I took away from my last breakup is my tendency to be codependent. And that's a deep one, y'all. That is a deep one. I get very caught up in routine. Just the idea of, you know, having someone to share my day with, having someone to vent to if I'm frustrated or if I want to share something positive and having someone to be there for me in those ways is very important to me, but it also puts me in a situation where I feel like I rely very heavily on that day-to-day interaction. And in relying on that day-to-day interaction, it takes away from other things that I might be doing because I get into the ritual, I get into the routine of, oh, let me call this person every five minutes. And... It's not necessarily necessary to the relationship or to the betterment of my day, but it's just doing things out of habit. It's also unhealthy, you know, just feeling like there's this attachment to these routine things that don't really mean anything. So I don't know if that makes sense if I'm like explaining it fully, but It just gets into like, oh, like we just do these things, which is talk 50 times a day or all day long or having to say good night or having to say this or having to say that. And if those things don't happen, then my day is not complete or my day is disrupted. And allowing someone outside of myself to have that much control or impact on my internal emotional state is not healthy now before i get into the top two things that i learned from my last breakup support for the Lonnie swain show comes from manscaped manscaped is the best in men's below the belt grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels so you're wondering right what am i doing with some precision engineered tools for the family jewels. I used to do the painful hair removal process. And I realized, you know what, I'm not about this life. So I started using clippers to groom below the belt. And I quickly realized clippers can be painful too, like with the snagging. And then like when you're getting in the nooks and crannies, like it can nick you too. Clippers do nick, and I don't know why, but I didn't realize that beforehand, and so that started to become a problem as well until I got my hands on the Manscaped Lawnmower 2.0. Okay, it has proprietary skin safe technology, so this trimmer is not gonna nick or snag, and technically, their target audience is men, it's not gonna nick or snag their nuts. So you know it's not going to nick and snag your lady parts, right? So you should feel that much safer using it because manscaping accidents really are a thing and those can be very dangerous. So ladies, if you love your man, this is a great way to show him as well. And it's so nicely designed. Oh, and by the way, it's also like 100% waterproof. And so it's just like smooth and sleek and it was just such an enjoyable experience. I don't know if that sounds weird to say, but it was like such an enjoyable experience. The holidays are right around the corner. And this is also helping you out too, ladies, because you get to enjoy nice manicured um, nether regions. And the part I love about it most is that this is like a two for one kind of gift. It's helping them out, but ladies, you can borrow it too. The Lawnmower 2.0. It's amazing. And right now you can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Lonnie Swain show at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code Lonnie Swain show at manscaped.com. L-O-N-I-S-W-A-I-N-S-H-O-W. All right. Now my top two things that I learned from this breakup is that I have the tendency to force instead of letting it flow. And what I mean by that is, I kept trying to convince myself because this is a person who was not like my normal. And I feel like typically I am attracted to assholes. And this was like a really genuinely nice guy, a good guy, very smart, very kind, very supportive. And so there were all of these wonderful, amazing qualities about him that were indirect opposition or um, contrast to people that I had dated in the past. And so I tried to just focus on that and not things that were missing or ways in which we were fundamentally incompatible in major ways like financial priorities or budgeting or Um, just money management in general, that being a, a big one. And I also feel we were not compatible as far as passion or physical chemistry. And that was something that I was literally, believe it or not, trying to convince myself was not as important because I felt like, oh, all of these other great, amazing qualities outweigh the importance of Passion, And the lie detector proves that that is a lie. Where I'm at with it now is I recognize all of that to be, and I know that there's a level of compromise in every relationship. And you have to kind of go with the 80-20 rule of if somebody has 80% of what you're looking for, then you forget about that 20. But if that 20% that's missing is something like, if you're trying to make red beans and rice and you don't have red beans, that's a problem. But the rice is there, the seasoning is there, this is there, but it's red beans and rice and it's missing the red beans like that's, um, You might have 80% of the ingredients, but the red beans is a main ingredient. And so it holds more weight when that is not there. And so I think that for me, that really was the case in this situation that you know, there were so many great, amazing qualities that made up 80%, but that 20% that wasn't there for me were fundamentally important. And I think that we get so many mixed messages about compromise and relationships are work. And I personally felt like I was really trying to do the work to make a square peg fitting in a round hole and I take that as a lesson learned that if it starts to feel forced it is and I want to flow in life and especially in relationships and the number one lesson learned which is a, a lesson that I've had far too many times to still be learning this thing but if someone is Dishonest, there cannot be any second chances. Dishonesty runs really deep for me because I've experienced it on different levels. It could be dishonesty in the form of cheating or inappropriate behavior. It can be dishonesty in terms of financial management or lying about money issues or lying about habits, lying about addictions, lying about whatever. and. For me, once that trust is betrayed, it's just so hard to repair that for me, I don't feel like it will ever be doable or it has not been doable in the past. But more often than not, when someone lies about one thing, they're lying about two, they're lying about three, they're lying about four, five, six, seven, you know, they're lying about a lot of stuff. And maybe you just only found out about one thing. So for me, dishonesty is a deal breaker, is a deal breaker, is a deal breaker. And it's unfortunate that as a society, we are so judgmental. I am so judgmental and it creates spaces where people don't feel safe to be honest about who it is, what they are. And some people use dishonesty to manipulate situations as well. So it depends on the circumstance. But I think in most cases, people just don't feel safe to be honest about what it is that they want, who it is they are. And it's really unfortunate. And I wish that things were different. And the, the place that I'm at in my life right now is that I only welcome transparency, open, honest relationships. And so that's a big one for me. And as Maya Angelou says, when people show you who they are, believe them. Believe what they show you, not just what they say to you. So that is the number one thing. If there is any form of dishonesty, that's the end. And don't try to overlook and listen to words. And, you know, people can sometimes be wizards with their words say all the right things but their actions will always show you their behavior will always show you and it may not come to the surface immediately but eventually everything comes to light but so those are the things that i learned from that relationship and you know i truly truly appreciate the entire experience um, he is a wonderful person and I actually wrote a short letter to him and what was interesting when I wrote this letter is that I realized that it applies to so many other people in my life and probably could apply to almost all of my past relationships and I just want to share it with you and Honestly, to a certain extent, my, my hope and intentions for him are my hopes and intentions for, for everyone. So um, this goes to you too, but. I'm sorry that you didn't feel safe to ask for what you wanted or needed in our relationship. I'm sorry that you didn't feel that you could be completely honest. I hope that one day you find the partnership in which you can. I wish you love, but most of all, the security to be your most authentic self and the courage to ask for what you want and need, even when it's hard or at the risk of disappointing someone else. (sighs) I'm sending that with love. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Lonnie Swain Show podcast. Please visit my website, LonnieSwain.com, where you can sign up for my monthly newsletter, check out companion blog posts, show notes, and lots of other cool stuff. This podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Buzzsprout, CastBox, Anchor, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and my website. I love and appreciate all of your feedback, so don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with at least three people who you think would enjoy it too or benefit from the information. Until next time, go where you are celebrated and appreciated, not just tolerated. Talk to you soon.